Hello, everybody. Hello. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Murder on Tap, your true crime and beer podcast. Yes, we're your hosts, Allie and Jose. Yep. And welcome. Welcome back, yeah. and welcome for the first time. Yes, thank you to all of our previous listeners. Thank you to all of the new listeners. And thank you, everyone. Yes. Everywhere. All the time. Always thank you. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Jose. Hello, Allie. How's it going? It's going swell. <laughs> Just swell. Just swell. <laughs> How's it going with you? Not too bad. That's I good. Yeah. If it's not bad, it's good. I guess. Or somewhere in between. Somewhere in between. I like that. There we go. So I'm really tired telling people. I'm like, how is it going? I'm be like, somewhere in between. Ew. <laughs> so, what's the haps? Not much. Um, we we visited Queen Mary yesterday. Mm. Queen Mary's Dark Harbor. Blah 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 blah. Just kidding. Uh, it's located in Long Beach. Um, on the Queen Mary. On the Queen Mary. Well, kind actually, of by on the, the Queen, Queen Mary. Mary. By them. Like, one thing is on the Queen Mary. But anyways. Yeah. It was we, uh, quite the, uh, it was quite the evening, let's just say. Yeah, we showed up. We showed up. <laughs> we waited in line for about two hours. <laughs> we hung out for about an hour. I think between that time, we ate and we drank more than we got to do anything else. <laughs> yep. And then we headed back home and, <laughs> and waited another hour. Turned back around. To go back. <laughs> Came so, right back home. <laughs> yeah. I would advise for anybody that decides to go to this attraction, uh, maybe consider buying some kind of an express pass of some sort. Yeah, you should. Um, yes, definitely buy that. And... Um, or maybe even go like during off season where you can actually get a tour of the Queen Mary. And I think we should do that for next time instead. This harbor, the dark harbor thing is cool because there's like mazes and such and there's like people jumping out at you and like scaring you and blah, blah, blah. But I think, uh, I'd rather get an official tour. I am never going again. <laughs> we might consider it. No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Sorry, Queen Mary, but no. No, that's not fair. Give him a second chance. This was a shit show because it's Halloween and because Groupon fucked up, but that's okay. Well, we're not gonna name names. I'm just. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> uh-oh. Goodbye, sponsor. <laughs> Sorry, just kidding. Groupon, you're great. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> we do. But uh, anyway, how was the? Uh, I don't know. How was the rest of your week? Anything else? <laughs> no, not really. That was it. We yeah. didn't do much. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah, it's been pretty uneventful. I think we're just both busy with work and. Spent five hours at the Queen Mary yeah. and only actually one inside, <laughs> and not even inside the Queen Mary <laughs> on the harbor. <laughs> yes, because one attraction. There's only one attraction that goes through the Queen Mary, but. Yeah, and each maze is like an hour and a half of wait. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Shit show. Let's just let's just leave it at that. It was a shit show. But anyway, lesson learned for next time. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, there is us, no next time. <laughs> there might be a next time. Want to tell us the beer of the week? All right. Tell us your pick. Um, You've heard us talk about this one before. Ah, uh, yes. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> we told you we'd go there eventually. Yep, because we don't get any suggestions from anybody. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's start it off. I usually tell you a description about the company and stuff like that, but I'm just going to tell you the beer right away. Let me open it. One second, here you go. You ready? Wow, it took a while to open. You have your cup? I got my cups. Let's drink up. Cheers. Oh, wait, uh, there's no sound there, wait. Okay. Clink, clink. Oh, my. All right. Okay. I'll set that down. Okay. Hmm. Either I haven't had this for a very long time, or they did something. It tastes no, better. No, this is not the fruity one. What do you mean it's not the fruity one? It's not the very fruity one. It's another actual one. Okay. If you were able to tell by the tone of my voice already. <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh, Blue Moon Belgian White. Blue. Blue Moon. Blue Moon. This is a Belgian style wit beer. W-I-T. B-I-E-R. I don't know why they're just going to put wheat beer. <laughs> uh, it's brewed... It's brewed by Miller Coors. Miller. Really? Coors, yeah. Sheet. That's why I just said it. I had no idea. Um, it is under the name Blue Moon Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. I guess that's their, you know, actual subtitled name for it. Mm. Um, they launched in 1995, and it was originally brewed in Colorado in the... Sorry, Golden, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. Maybe we'll go next week. <laughs> um, which was originally called... Well, this uh, Blue Moon Belgian White was origi- originally called uh, the Belly Slide Belgian Wheat. Okay? Belly Slide. It was uh, created by Keith Villa, or Villa, either way. Um, who was a brewer at a at a brewery named the Sandlot Brewery at Coors Field, Denver, Colorado. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Blue Moon is um what is it called an entity uh, of Tenth and Blake Beer Company, which are the division for craft and uh, imported beers and import beers from uh, Miller Coors. It's like a subdivision, you know. It's like Anheuser Busch owns Bud Lights and mm-hmm. Bud Weisers and blah 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 blahs, you know. Right. Um, yeah, the Blue Moon's available in cans, bottles, kegs, and it is a 5.4 percent alcohol by volume. I wouldn't think it was 5.4, maybe a little bit less, but yeah, no, it is. It's uh, it's up there yeah. a little bit. But in Minnesota and Utah, the alcohol content is 4.0. Why? I don't know. I didn't really see much about it. Um, yeah, there's not too much about this. Uh, except for there's a lot of variations on the Blue Moon. There's a Blue Moon Summer Ale, which was renamed the Honeymoon in 2006. That one's a 5.2%. There's an autumn 
Blue Moon, which is a pumpkin ale, which was renamed Harvest Moon in 2007, which is a 5.7. The Winter Ale, which is called the Full Moon, which is a 5.6% 5. 5. 5. 5. beer. Ugh, I gotta drink. I don't mean ugh, as in, oh man, I gotta drink this. <clears throat> Excuse me. But as in, like, ugh, I gotta drink already. Um, yeah, in uh, 2012, that full moon was renamed Mountain Abbey Ale. I don't know why they renamed everything. Hmm. I didn't really get into it. And uh, in spring, they have the Blue Moon Spring Blonde Ale, which was originally called the Rising Moon. All these names got changed. Interesting. Yeah, I was reading something that... Um, a Belgian company was suing them for the name. I think something about the Belgian wheat or the Belgian something. Mm-hmm. But that Coors uh, disputed it by saying that it was a Belgian wheat brewed in the United States. Oh. So something happened there, and then they ended up they ended up um, settling outside of court. They didn't really get into detail, so I didn't get into detail. <laughs> That's okay. You went as far as you could. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. Like I said earlier, this is a 5.4% beer. Alcohol by volume, ABVs. And uh, you got the cup? I do. What color do you see? It's like a beautiful hazy golden color. Mm-hmm. Hazy, orange, yellow, almost. That's exactly what I have. Yeah. You're correct. I read your notes. You. I'm just kidding, I didn't. <laughs> you were going to win points, but now they're deducted Name double. What? <laughs> but I. Um, what's the smell like? It smells like. Definitely citrus. Mm hmm. But that's about it. It's not a very. Pungent. No, it has like slight, like orange peel smell. If you guys hear these little dogs in the background, it's the neighbors' dogs. <laughs> they just will not stop barking. They love this podcast, <laughs> so they want to be featured in it. They, they asked us, "Hey, could we be part of it?" We're like, "Nope." They should just be our background noise. Be like, "Nope, you gotta drop in the ams and suggest a beer," and they didn't. So <laughs> that's why they're barking. They can't be part of this. <laughs> Um, taste. What do you taste? Let me give it a taste, too. Honestly, out of the cup, it tastes really good. Okay. There's definitely, well, obviously, because it's not an IPA, but there's no, like, hoppy, lingering. No, it tastes um, like orangey It does. It tastes beer. citrusy. It does. It almost orangey like draft an... beer, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um. Like orange juice with beer in it. There you go, like a beer mimosa. Yes. Oh. Hmm. Ah, that's that's what they were going beer. for. Yeah, you know, it's a, uh, you know, I've always said that my taste was in Blue Moon, but maybe it was a different one because this one's not bad. It's really not that bad. The, I mean, especially when you go to a certain. I think this is because this is the Belgian white, and the other one was like the one of the other ones of 
full moons or whatever Maybe it that's is. that's why, because can I see the can? Or do you want to describe the can? Sure. The can says bit. Blue Moon, Belgian white, Belgian style wheat ale, brewed with Valencia orange peels. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Oh. <laughs> it's plain and simple. But uh, I think it is uh, different because it's the Belgian white. Yeah, I agree. And um, I think the other regular can, the bottled ones that I've tried at least, have been really orangey and sweet. It's not too sweet. It does have sweetness, but you do taste like that original beer flavor for it. To it, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not. It's not bad. Um, I got. I bought one for myself and one for Ali, uh, 24-ouncer, and it was uh, two for six bucks. Really? That's not bad at all. Yeah. Hey, for a 5.4%? You get yourself two of these, you put a steak in the oven or in the grill, and you just drink this while you cook your 45-minute steak. (laughs) (laughs) And then you never know. Oh, but if you cook potatoes too, that's even really good with a steak. That sounds really bomb right now. You heard it here first. Oh, here's a little thing on the side of it. It says that it's brewed with white wheat and steel-cut oats. Blue Moon features a crisp finish and a perfect combination of Valencia orange peel and a touch of coriander. Crisp finish for sure. It has such a nice finish, actually. Yeah, you're right. Mm. It tastes like orange all the way down. Try it out of the cup. I know it's just, just try it out of the cup. No, no, I'm okay. Time I can. No, no, go ahead. You almost finished this already. It tastes good. <laughs> Once you drink it out of the cup, you'll see what I mean. It does taste more like orange out of that. Right? Maybe because you're not getting the aluminum flavor. I do. <laughs> aluminum. Nature spice. But yeah, that's uh, my side of the not bad podcast. I'm glad you covered Blue Moon eventually. We were going to have to... And I'm glad those dogs shut the, the hell up already. <laughs> I wow, love you dogs, man. but not during the podcast hour. <laughs> oh, man. Good. Very good. Thank you. Very thank you. Awesome. So I guess it's my turn then. It is your turn. I will... <laughs> Thank you. So this week I have a. Oh, oh you already <laughs> told me I wasn't gonna like this. So if you guys, I know you won't. If you guys just want to okay. turn off the podcast, <laughs> please it's don't. okay. Please don't. Just it's give been me about, a chance. It's been about fifteen minutes, so I think Apple and everybody counts that as a download just and give a me view. A chance. So um, it's gonna be a really good show. Okay. <laughs> so I'm leaving. <laughs> And I will see you next week on Murder on Tap. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not Beer. done yet. <laughs> we are not Beer. even close to being done yet. Beer. Thank you, Jose. Thank you, Jose. <laughs> okay, so this week's pick was actually um, was actually recommended by a really good friend of mine. Her name is Leslie. Who? Leslie. What's Leslie her name? is actually a host of a, pod- a podcast called... Wait, wait, can I ask? Can I say how it goes? No. I want to say it. Okay. Because I like the way you say it. It's called, uh, Is This a Thing or Am I Crazy? And it's a podcast 
that she hosts with another friend of mine named Ritza, and they pretty much pick a different topic every week, and they kind of give you interesting facts about just anything, any kind of general information that you want to know. But check them out. They're called Is This a Thing or Am I Crazy? And Check them out. Tell them that Murder on Tap sent you. Yes, and this was recommended by Leslie. Thank you, Leslie, for reminding me about this because I had almost forgotten. I know it like, recently popped up for some reason in the news. I can't remember why, but it was in the back of my mind, and she yeah, they actually, brought it back um, to life again. They actually recommended a beer a while back ago, isn't it? Like the Juno Brewing? Yeah, the June Brewing one that she brought us. Yeah, I brought it all the way back from uh, Big Bear. Yeah. Way from to go. June Lake. It was a good beer. Very sweet. It was. It was very, very sweet, fruity, but, was but they brew it on site and bottle and everything. Everything on site, so there wasn't really too much detail about it that we could give back, but... Um, it was yeah. a good beer. It I was a good it. beer. Well, thank you. Yes. Thank you, okay, guys. So moving on. Is this a thing or am I crazy? Um, we I hope did. you're listening. We hope so, too. Wait, I hope so, too. That week. Okay, there we go. Okay, so this week I will be covering um, the story of Armin Weiss. No, I'm sorry. Armin Maywiss. Mavis. Mavis. You guys said it wrong three times. No, you it's drink German. Up. It's a German last name. Let me see. And it's pronounced Mavis. It's M-E-I-W-E-S, but it's pronounced Mavis. Okay. So Armin Mavis, also dubbed as the... Mavis Killer. No. The Mavis Maniac. As the Rottenberg Cannibal. Rottenberg Campbell? Cannibal. Oh, get the hell out of here. Yes. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Is this a thing or am I crazy? And I'm probably pronouncing Rottenburg incorrectly, but it's a town in Germany. So, okay. So, um, I'm sure you've come across different kinds of advertisements before where, you know, especially like in newspapers where people are... No, I've never know, come up with... Selling items or like... I've never come across something as a cannibal. Craigslist, you know what I mean? Like Craigslist has like items that people are selling or things that they want to get rid of or job postings or whatever it may be, right? About cannibals? Kind of. So Armin Mavis was posted a similar message uh, for advertisement. (laughs) I will eat you Um, $20. Kind of. So So back in 2000, uh, computer technician Armin Mavis uh, posted a message to a... Uh, to the Cannibal Cafe, which is a forum for people with cannibalism fetishes. Um, it's a chat room, and then he pretty much wrote saying, I am looking for a young, well-built man aged 18 to 30 to be eaten. What? Yes, or slaughtered. Um, several men responded including a man named Borg Jose, who almost became Mavis' first victim. What's up, Jose? And again, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing any of these names, but just bear with me. Um, Unfortunately, at the last moment, well, I guess it was more fortunate for Jose, but he... Not for me. (laughs) ...complained about feeling ill and asked to be released, and Mavis obliged. 
However, on February 14, 2001, 43-year-old bisexual engineer burned Jorgen Brandis would reply to Mavis's message. Oh, Jorgen. Sorry. Thank you to our German translator. No, because there's a soccer coach named Jorgen Klopp. Shout out to you, Liverpool. There we go. So, burnt Jorgen Brandis would reply to Mavis's message. I'm not sure that's exactly correct, though. That's okay. I still (laughs) believe you. Agreeing to be eaten. Why? so let's just backtrack for a second, what, shall we? What, does it go, I'll pay you? No, no, no. We'll see. So <laughs> if he does. Just, we're going to take it back for a second. So to the family <laughs> next door, Armin Mavis seemed like the perfect neighbor. He would usually help them with their mowing. Like they would, I'm sorry, help them mow their lawn and help them with their car repairs. And he even like invited these people out to dinner. Oh, he's a class act. Totally. No, I mean, not really. He was like a pretty stand-up gentleman from what I read. That's technically what a class act is. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't understand what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I didn't really pay attention to what you said. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Drink. So, <laughs> Mavis was born on December 1st, 1961 in uh, the German town of Kassel. He had led a very lonely childhood. And sadly, Mavis's parents divorced when he was only, I want to say between five and eight years old, because I read two different, um, I read on two different ages, but we'll say between those ages. And his father eventually abandoned the family, never to contact them again. After his father left, Mavis's mother was uh, left to become the dominant parent and insisted in accompanying him everywhere he went. She like would not leave his side, and she was very, she was very demanding. Uh, Mavis also had two half brothers who eventually abandoned their mother as well, leaving Mavis to be the man of the house, so to speak. Um, and with that. He lacked a fat, like a father figure, so Mavis created this imaginary brother called Frankie. Oh. Mavis claimed Frankie would listen, something his mother never did. Uh, Mavis would vent to Frankie about his first cannibalistic thoughts. At the age of twelve, Mavis began. That was young. Yeah, at the age of 12, Mavis began <clears throat> fantasizing about consuming his friends. Whoa. So that they would eventually be a part of him forever. And as it was like a desperate solution just for his lonely and misunderstood childhood. In 1999, Mavis's mother dies and eventually leaves him the family's large mansion located in uh, Amstetten. And this is obviously in Germany. Although he was no longer under the control of his mother, Mavis created a shrine to her uh, in the house. And he even, like, had this whole mannequin set up that he would, like, lay down to sleep every night, you know, like on a pillow and everything. What? He had a mannequin he would chew on? No, not yet. So, (laughs) Mavis eventually developed an interest in internet pornography uh, and particularly ones that featured torture and pain. Eating people? Through these sites, Mavis desired 
his desired fantasy. Chat rooms about cannibal. I'm sorry. Wait, wait. Just kidding. He came across. Um. I'm sorry. You got a drink? Nope. Damn it. We're not going back. You're gonna drink. Terrible. And I think the pronunciation is Mavis. It is, but it's it's Mavis. It's Mavis. Okay. Anyway. Um. Okay. So through these sites, Mavis found his way into his true desired fantasy chat rooms about cannibalism. By February 2001, Mavis had met his match. Whoa. Burnt Brandis. Another cannibal in the area. Well, no. Well, they said he met his match. Well, yeah, that was his victim. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) He met his cannibalistic match. Kind of. So, the two exchanged several, uh, several lurid emails, including the official email, well, where Brandis agrees to be eaten by Mavis and have his body used afterwards. Like, he wanted his skull to be made into, like, an ashtray or something. You know what I mean? Wait, so there is there, like, a fetish for people that do, that uh, like, cannibalistic fetish and then a fetish to be eaten? Yes. What is that one called? Well, I mean, it's just all cannibalism fetishes. Oh. I don't think it really... That's cannibalistic cool. fetishes. It just goes both ways. That's pretty wild. So, um, Brandis was pretty much suffering from an extreme masochism, and um, he he wanted his penis like cut off, like he just wanted it to be ridden of, and it was like his ultimate dream. He didn't really care what happened afterwards, but he just wanted. That part of him gone. Okay, can I jump in? Yes, for a please second? do. Okay. I just found that there is this thing called a vorarephilia. It's often shortened to vor, and it is a paraphilia characterized by the erotic desire to be consumed by or sometimes to personally consume, consume another person or creature or an erotic attraction to the process of eating in general practice. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Uh, Vora Raphelia. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I saw that it's it's technically not illegal to for in a, it's not it's technically cannibalism is not illegal in the United States. The only part that's difficult is that you can't legally get the meat, I guess. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Okay, so initially Brandis' message to Mavis was simply titled Dinner or Your Dinner. What? Yes. Do you so want to eat or do you want to get eaten? Like, hey, listen. So on March 9th, 2001, Brandis makes his way to Mavis's home in Amstetten. And um, Mavis makes some tea and he joins Brandis in the living room only to find him stripped naked. So, Brandis explains he wants Mavis to admire his dinner. Whoa. Right. So, um... Look at your meat. (laughs) Whoa. So, besides (laughs) the cannibalism, of course, is the underlying of their psychosexual desire. Um, The men engage in sexual intercourse, and 
afterwards decide it's time to begin the cannibalism. So right before um, they're about to start the cannibalism, uh, Brandis decides that no, he doesn't want to go through with this. And prior to coming to Mavis's home, it was stated that like he had bought a one-way ticket and he pretty much told his like family like he's going to work. He didn't tell anybody anything, obviously. And he just kind of like got on the train and like booked to here to Mavis's house, right? But, hey guys, I'm gonna go get eaten. I right. might see you in a couple of days. So, right after the sexual intercourse and before the whole cannibalism begins, um, Brandon starts backing out of it, and he's like, "I don't want to do this anymore." And they decide to, uh, they decide to take him back, uh, I believe, to the train station or wherever he is, so he can pretty much go back home. They're driving on their way and he again changes his mind. His main concern was like, oh, my partner is going to come home and he's going to see that I haven't like returned after a few days and dot, 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 you know? But then eventually he like gives in and he's like, okay, listen, like I have a different plan. Like, let's do this again. So they once again return back to Mavis's home or his mansion. Why would you care if your partner is going to wonder where you are? You're going to be eaten. Yeah, I don't know. I guess he was just having thoughts. Of second thoughts. Definitely some second thoughts, but then he obviously changed And then he mind. had third thoughts. And he's yeah. like, okay, eat me. So they get back to his house, and Brandis pretty much swallows like a handful of sleeping pills, drinks a bottle of uh, Vicks. Like, oh, um, it's a little bit cold, of Nyquil. syrup, yeah. Cough syrup, oh. and he has some schnapps as well. Fun times. Some vodka schnapps. Um, vodka makes schnapps? I believe so, right? I'm I don't know. Sure it's, or a schnapps something different than vodka. I don't really know, but well, I we'll find think out it right might now. be. I'm Was like it, it blueberry is. schnapps? I didn't, it didn't really specify. Or like peppermint schnapps? Yeah, my goodness. Anyway, while you look that Don't up, remind me. <laughs> so, um... After he drinks all this and he becomes a little bit more sedated, uh, Mavis begins with Brandis's Brandis Brandis first request, and that is for the amputation of his penis. Woo! So that they could both consume it before Brandis dies. So at first, Brandis actually requests that Mavis bites off his penis. But since it was a little too hard, no pun intended. Um, wait, wait, what did you say? No pun intended? I said no pun intended. No, you didn't say it like that. Yes, I did. Okay. Okay. So Listen, it's correct here. Thank you. Drink, 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 hmm. drink, drink. And schnapps is its own thing. It's a grain that's made into oh, alcohol. I don't know why I thought it was vodka. Yeah, vodka is made out of vodka plants. <laughs> it took you a while to know what I was saying. No, I was trying to see if you were being serious or not. Okay. It's made out of the plant of vodka. Oh, Jose. Okay, so um, they, uh, so he tries to bite it off, and apparently it's not that easy. So he ultimately wait. What? You didn't listen. You weren't listening. I oh. Uh... He wanted his penis cut off first. 
Okay, but... He wanted it bitten off. Okay. But it was too hard to bite off. Way to go, buddy. (laughs) No pun intended again. But instead, he cut it off with a knife. So, oh, and like the first knife wasn't good, (sighs) so they moved on to like a sharper knife. So you use a dull... Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So... Have you have you um, ever tried to cut like a piece of steak with a dull knife? You see how it just bends back and forth. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so Brandon's attempts to eat some of his penis raw, but he states that it was too chewy. And well duh. Yeah. <laughs> so then um, Mavis ins- uh, insists to pan fry the penis. Um, yes, adding a little bit of salt, pepper, garlic, and a splash of wine, um, and allowing it to fry in Brandis's own fat. Why are you doing this to me? Right. So, after cooking it, I'm sorry, but after cooking it for too long, Mavis actually burnt it, and it was not consumable anymore, so instead he chopped it up into chunks, and he fed it to the dogs. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Poor dogs. They didn't even know what the hell that was going on. They're like, we got meat today. <laughs> that's that's animal abuse. That's animal cruelty. So he does that. And then according to court official, uh, uh, court officials, Brandis may have actually been too weak from blood loss at that point to consume his own penis. So Wait, he was eating his own? He was, yes, that was part of his request. Oh yeah. my goodness, he what is asked, wrong with you, guy? He asked. Well, what was wrong with you, guy? Well, he wanted. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So after losing large amounts of blood from his amputated appendage, obviously, uh, Brandis lay bleeding in the bathtub over the next three hours. During this time, Mavis decided it was a good time to start reading a book of Star Trek. Oh. Yeah. Well, you should just watch the TV series. Right. He's like reading the book and like checking up on him every like 15 minutes to see how it's going. And after 10 brutal hours, Brandis was still alive. 10 hours of bleeding? 10 hours of bleeding. And I read two different numbers. I read like 10 hours from somewhere and like 17 hours from somewhere else. And there's parts where it says like he gets up out of the bathtub and he tries to like walk but he falls unconscious and he like gets back up again and he just eventually falls again and that's that so they both ate penis well it was burnt so i guess not (laughs) um too bad (laughs) yeah so after of course those uh after not dying uh brandis was left with no choice but to stab him several times in the neck to end his suffering. Well, did the guy know that he was pretty much going to die? Oh, no, he knew. I mean, he was pretty much losing consciousness, so he knew. No, I mean, but before that, before he said, hey, I got to yes, eat my penis. that was the whole point. Okay. He agreed to be consumed. Completely? Yes. But why'd you start the penis? Why don't you give him, like, a finger or a... I told you, because Brandis didn't want it anymore. He wanted... That was the first thing he wanted gone because he didn't want to associate with, I don't know, maybe being a male. So how do they know they gave it to the dogs? I think from what he confessed. Oh, okay. Right? So. Sorry, dogs. 
Right, so he stabs him in the neck, and finally the cannibalism could begin. Mavis hung Brandis's lifeless body on a meat hook. He cut the flesh into sizable chunks and proceeded to grind the bones into flour. Um, He dismembers the entire body (laughs) to be stored in parts in the freezer. Wait, into flour? Don't you have to dry up the The bones? bones. Maybe. I'm sure he does eventually, but I'm just kind of recapping everything. Not to say it was done like right in that instant moment. You ground them up into flour. I can't even picture that. Yeah. What, did you make cupcakes with it? Maybe. Bone cakes. (laughs) Bone cake. (laughs) So, Mavis would consume Brandis, uh, Brandis' remains over the next ten months. And the entire process, mm -hmm, the entire process from the amputation to the subsequent death was recorded on a four-hour videotape. Oh, okay. This dumbass. So Mavis would eventually consume up to 20 kilograms or 44 pounds of Brandis's flesh. 44 pounds, that's it? Yeah, it was said that he, I mean, that's about like a third of him. What, a lot of the meat went bad? No, he had it on the freezer. I think he just kind of wanted to take his time. I heard if you pour a lot of salt on some meat, it stays fresher for a while. I bet. That's how they used to do it in the old days. Right. Take some pointers, Mavis. Jesus. Okay. So, Mavis. <laughs> by November of 2002, Mavis had uh, n- nearly finished his supply of Brandis when his hunger arose again. No. Well, actually, this is more of it started in June. He went back into the chat rooms and um, started like engaging in chats with. Uh, like a young student his name was oh i can't remember what his name was and i didn't write it down but anyway he starts talking back with like chatting with him back and forth and the guy's like what the fuck is wrong with this guy so he kind of like reports it to authorities but like eventually um right so he 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 does nothing well he does i'm sorry he he messages back with back and forth with this one gentleman this like Austrian student and he even posted videos of what he had done to Brandis or like pictures. Whoa. Yeah, pictures and videos. He showed it to him? Or just to the whole community? I believe just to him. Okay. Um Okay. Right, so local authorities eventually get called in. So on December eleventh, two thousand and two, police raided Mavis's home and found fifteen pounds of uh, Brandis's flesh under pizza boxes in his freezer. He should have made pizza with them. Right. Maybe that's what he did with the bone flour. He made pepperoni skin pizzas. Mm. Where'd the cheese come from? I don't want to know. Ew. Head cheese. I'm just kidding. Okay. What? So- <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Too much blue moon for you. Whoa. So fortunately for Mavis, the videotape was actually missed in the initial raid by the police. Uh, While they waited on the results of the quote-unquote meet, Mavis was actually released because they had nothing else. The videotape wasn't found and they had, um, they didn't have the results of the meet yet. 
Well, they're going to. It's 2000 and what? Three? 2002. 2002. DNA was, you know. Right. A good testing oh, no, procedure. I'll eventually find it. So, according to a neighbor of Mavis, he decided, he believes that Mavis decided to confess only after he wanted to pursue a relationship with a woman. So, Mavis went to a lawyer. What and a flip flopper. Major. He goes to this like lawyer and he tells him like what he has done to Brandis. All because he wants to pursue this relationship, he's like, let me talk to a lawyer first, right? So afterwards, Mavis is, presents himself to a judge because that's what the lawyer tells him to do. And his lawyer is right there by his side. And he confesses to the judge. The judge advises him to drive back home and wait for the police to arrive. And don't eat anybody in the meantime. (laughs) Mavis claims, I think at that point all the meat was taken out of his fridge, hopefully. So Mavis claimed that he knew what he had done was not right and that Brandis demanded it. He wanted to be killed. Brandis wanted to be killed and he like has a whole... um, Should have signed the contract. Well, I mean it was, it was kind of like a verbal contract because Uh he has it taped. He has it on videotape where Brandis says like, I am... Okay, um, then I get it. Right. So, yeah. if if there's a verbal contract on tape, okay, but if it's just a verbal contract where nobody else heard it other than you, no, 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 it's on uh, the tape, or it's like taped somehow. Yeah, it's taped. Um, Mavis reportedly admitted to what he had done straight after his arrest, and like you know, because they released him and stuff, and thousands of images of torture, pornography, and of course. Uh, I'm sorry, torture and pornography were found. And, of course, eventually the lab results proving the frozen flesh belonging to Brandis uh, was used as evidence to charge Armin Mavis. Is it Armin or Armin? Armin. Sorry. Thanks. (laughs) I guess I'll drink for you. You better drink like a hundred times. You said that name like a billion times. Well, Mavis. Okay, so they charged Armin Mavis with murder on July 17, 2003. On January 3rd, I'm sorry, January 30th, 2004, Mavis was convicted of manslaughter and sentenced to eight and a half years in prison. That's it? Hold on. So, because of this case, it attracted a lot of media attention and sparked a debate over whether Mavis could be convicted at all. Due to the fact that Brandis voluntarily took in the cannibalism. I already said this. So it even proved problematic <laughs> for German lawyers who discovered cannibalism is actually illegal in Germany. It's actually legal? It's legal. What did I say? At the trial, 19 minutes of the video was shown to the court. And it was said that, like, so many people were disturbed by it that, like, they just. They didn't know how to handle themselves. Like, they were just distraught over this, like, Of course. In April of 2005, a German court ordered a retrial after prosecutors appealed Mavis' sentence was too lenient. Yeah, eight years? Yeah. Eight Eight years. They argued he should have been convicted of murder and given a life sentence instead. So, the retrial began on January 12, 2006. 
Whoa, what's on your mind, buddy? Cannibalism. <laughs> oh, wow. So, the retrial began on January 12, 2006. Sexy cannibalism. Where prosecutors <laughs> questioned the actual reasoning for Brandis' killing as being a way to satisfy Mavis's sexual desire rather than obliging to Brandis's request. On May 10th, mm. 2006, a court in Frankfurt convicted Mavis of murder. Frankfurt. Yes. Frankfurt. Yes. Uh, convicted Mavis of murder and changed his initial eight and a half year sentence to life imprisonment. I was going to say six years. No. Upon entering prison, Mavis has become a vegetarian. <laughs> wow. Well, because there's no people to eat there. Right. And he even, like, uh, helped investigators with cases involving two suspected cannibal uh, cannibal murders from 1998 to 2000 in which two young boys were actually found, like, horribly mutilated. So he's helping them out with that. Does he get any years off? I don't think so. I would say you get a couple years off of that. Yeah. And that is... Armin, Armin, Mavis, Mavis, Rothenberg, Cannibal, and it said that um, Cannibal, the movie Cannibal, Mm -hmm. is actually based off of him. And there's actually a movie that Leslie recommended um, called Grim Love with Carrie Russell. That's actually based on Armin. Armin Wade, Mavis. Hmm. Yeah. And of course, the names are changed, though. But, um, she Which is said stupid. that it's a pretty crazy ass movie. So I haven't seen it yet myself, but I would be willing to watch it. And Weren't you? Nope. Well, yes, I'm not absolutely. Gonna see someone sacrifice their penis to be eaten, <laughs> only to it just be given to the dogs because you burned it. <laughs> First of all, if you're going to do this, learn how to cook. <laughs> Secondly,. Don't waste food. And wow. third of all, don't do this to animals. <laughs> Thanks, Jose. Use less. Did they use any spices on this? Maybe salt. That's it. Salt. You could add a little garlic bit of garlic and some wine. Oh, that's yeah. Pepper, garlic, some wine. You could add a little bit of like paprika. Some like. Was nut- that gonna make it better? Really. A little bit of nutmeg to sweeten <laughs> nutmeg. it up. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's almost any nuts around. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's my uh, that's my story. Thank you, Leslie. Thanks, Leslie. Thank you for the recommendation. That is. um... And what do you think? Was that crazy? (laughs) I think it was. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know. (laughs) I don't think it's a thing. I think it's pretty crazy. (laughs) You you guys think that was crazy or do you think it's a thing somewhere? (laughs) Thanks, Leslie. Um, you will haunt my dreams for the next week. <laughs> Tell us, Jose, what is the A-OK of the week? All right, it's time to be A-OK. Ooh. I just made a new one for this week. I so. like that, especially after my... No. <laughs> no. All right, here we go. Did you finish your beer yet? I'm almost, almost. done. Just finish it up. Oh, shit, I just made a bunch of foam. 
That was the stupidest thing to do. <laughs> Ironically, I was going to follow your read and shake my cup, but... Shake your cup and I'll shake my can. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Um, first of all, of course, I got this from the goodnewsnetwork.org. Oh, wait. Before you continue, I'm sorry. I got bits and parts of my research from... Way to interrupt. I know. I had to because you said that and I had to remember. Wikipedia, Murderpedia, and this called uh, this one site called crimeinvestigation.co.uk um, and I had and I came across this like interview on uh, YouTube with him and yes okay thank you before I forget okay now that I forgot and I remembered <laughs> it's uh, Wikipedia you guys know the most and know the least at the same time but thank you <laughs> and uh, be your advocate we're still waiting for you to advocate us <laughs> or advocate. One of those two. It's spelled the same. You decide on what the proper term is. It's a proper term. It's just how you pronunciate it. Pronunciate it correctly. (laughs) Go ahead. Go on. Continue. (laughs) Okay. First of all, the picture of this headline. Ooh, there's a picture. It's a little girl. I would say uh, I haven't. um, Let's say a four-year-old little girl, five-year-old little girl. Hugging the crap out of a dog, a little lab oh. dog, no. a little Labrador dog. She's wearing a tie dye shirt and little jean pants. That's cute. That's um, cute. yeah. And the headline reads: Anonymous postal worker sent girl a sweet package after she addressed a letter to God about her dog in heaven. No, I'm gonna write a letter to God about my dog in heaven. And from what we've all, from what all we all know, all dogs go to heaven. They sure do. Unless you believe that dogs don't have souls, like a lot of people do. Wow. But they do. Then you need to go to hell. Wow. <laughs> okay. Kidding. That destroys the AOK of the week. <laughs> See you next time. Sorry. On KBBBBBB. What? Your murder on tap network. <laughs> um. Okay. So, it reads, Georgia Thomas posted a photo on Facebook along with a story that is sure to restore your faith in humanity. She gave GNN, Good News Network, permission to reprint it here. Well, permission to reprint it, not here, because you don't get any print here because this is us vocally speaking to you in vocals. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, to reprint it after it had been shared countless times on social media. Um, It read, uh, the picture read, our 14-year-old dog Abby died last month. Yeah. So the day after she passed away, uh, her four-year-old daughter Meredith was crying and talking about how much she missed Abby. She asked if she could write, if they could write a uh, letter to God so that they, so that when Abby got to heaven, God would recognize her. And she told her that she thought that she could, so they dedicated these, these words to her. This is what the letter wrote, uh, what the letter read. 
Dear God, will you please take care of my dog? She died yesterday and is with you in heaven. I miss her very much. I am happy that you let me have her as my dog even though she got sick. I hope you will play with her. She likes to swim and play with balls. Oh I am sending a picture of her so when you see her, you will know that she is my dog. I really miss her. Love, Meredith. I'm going to give everybody a second to just grab a tissue, <laughs> wipe your tears and the boogers that are flowing down the side of your cheek. Um, yeah. So they put the letter in an envelope with a picture of Abby and Meredith and address it to God slash heaven. Uh, they put the return address on it and uh, Meredith uh, pasted several stamps on the front of the envelope because she said it would take lots of stamps to get the letter all the way to heaven. Mm. Um, that afternoon, she dropped it into the letterbox at the post office in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. And a few days later, she, a few days later, she asked if God had gotten the letter, and uh, they had told her that they thought that he had. He had. They thought that he had, mm -hmm. you know, because uh, you're not going to tell her, no, he hasn't gotten it yet. Yeah. Or she. <laughs> yesterday, well, they said that the yesterday there was a package. Um, I didn't get the exact date on this. Well, actually, the exact date was uh, October 13th. So it says yesterday. I don't think it was technically yesterday as in the 12th. But uh, that they, there was a package wrapped in gold paper on the front of their porch addressed to Meredith in an unfamiliar hand, I guess in an unfamiliar writing. Mm -hmm. And um, so the little girl Meredith opened it and inside was a book of Mr. Rogers called When a Pet Dies. Mr. Rogers. Oh. He is the best person in the world. He truly was. Ever. And then it's Dr. Drew. Oh my God. Um, so taped on the inside front cover was a letter. Uh, was the letter that they had written to God in its opened envelope. On the opposite page where the picture of Abby and Meredith was, there was a note that said, Dear Meredith, Abby arrived safely in heaven. Having the picture was a big help and I recognized her right away. Abby isn't sick anymore. Her spirit is here with me, just like it stays in your heart. Abby loved being your dog. Since we don't need our bodies in heaven, I don't have any pockets to keep your picture in, so I am sending it back to you. Oh and this little book for you to keep and have something to remember Abby by. Thank you for the beautiful letter, and thank your mother for helping you write it and sending it to me. What a wonderful mother you have. I picked her especially for you. I send my blessings every day and remember that I love you very much. By the way, I'm easy to find. I am wherever there is love. Love God. Georgia ended the post saying, You will always, you will all be happy to know this wonderful story is 100% true. And, in parentheses, please don't take offense to the reference of God. It's part of the story. That is sweet as shit. Good job, guy. I'm literally tearing up. Anonymous male guy. That was beautiful. Or lady. Um, 
I don't know what to say. I don't even know what to say. That's the kind of people we need in this world, man. <sighs> yeah, I don't even know what to say. That was, that was uh, amazing. That was such a good story. I mean... You know what? I think I am the main event of this podcast. No, you're not. And, um... I don't think so. If you guys think so, DM me, <laughs> Jose, personally. Better yet. At Murder on Tap. Subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, make sure you rate it, because, uh... Yeah, we're kind of curious to see how we're doing. Yeah, because, you know, we want to see how we're doing, and then that also lets people know, hey, should we listen or not? Right, that also. You know, it's, um... If you guys want us to, you know, people to listen to us, then uh, that'll help. If you don't want people to listen to us, then uh, why don't you stop listening first? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's not how we do this, but... <laughs> why don't you get out of here first and then not tell anybody anything? <laughs> but truly, we started doing this just for fun for ourselves. It's not to gain any kind of... Yeah, we're not trying to anything. go out there and, we're you know... just trying to have fun with this, but... Again, we, we might in the future, though, so... Hopefully, no, it, it's 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 a thing for us to get away and do our thing, and you know, escape from our daily realities of shit. So, <laughs> yes, we're not in shit. We no. just wanna just wanna escape sometimes. Yeah, but, you know, it's uh, we 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 don't really, you know, go out and communicate with people too much. So this is a good way for us to. Well, it's me. You. Now you're just making this sound antisocial. <laughs> well, uh, me. Me, We're Allie. We're antisocial. <laughs> we have friends. Just me, Allie. <laughs> we do go out. <laughs> Wait, that's not my voice. <laughs> but, yes. Um, point of the being, subscribe, rate, review, and follow us on Instagram, Murder on Tap, and send us your recommendations, especially for beer, like... The true crimes, no big deal. We can figure that out. But the beer, no. But send them in. No. So what though? Send them in. Yes, exactly. Send them in if you'd like to, but you don't have to. But thank you, Leslie. The beer is our. Yes, thank you, Leslie. Definitely, thank you, Leslie. She recommended something. You, you supposed to be anybody else. See, when I get a recommendation for beer, I blast the name out. You just said Leslie like three times. Well, I mean, we're not. Thanks, Leslie. Leslie, you did great, Leslie. Leslie. You know what, Leslie? This is a thing, Leslie. And no, you're, <laughs> you're not, not crazy. crazy. <laughs> no, I'm I'm a little bit crazy. Yeah, you are. But you're not crazy, Leslie. <laughs> okay, thank you, Jose. <laughs> thank you. We I think we said Leslie enough. Leslie. So thank you again. <laughs> thank you for joining us for another week, and we hope to catch you again next week. Uh, we we'll hope episode. to catch you on the flip side for sure. Whichever that side is. And uh, yes, thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for listening. Rate, subscribe, DM us, and we love you. No, I was gonna say join <laughs> us next week. All right, join us next week. Join us next week, and we love you. We love you. Okay, bye. <laughs>